This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of 1 John. stand in the opposite spirit to the spirit of this age. Stop making it all about what we want and what we think we deserve and our rights and actually live our faith. Ian Murray said, stand by what scripture asserts. We are to be humble before the conviction that God's thoughts are far above our own. And so we need to live in humility and holiness and submission to God's word in our own lives. People entrenched in the world are concerned about what they have, what they want, their rights, and what they deserve. Pastor Robert teaches us today that as Christians, we should live in contrast to the world. Instead of being concerned about our rights, we should be humble servants submitted to God. Now here's Pastor Robert with part four of today's message in 1 John chapter two. children abide in him that when he appears we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming can you imagine being David on the day that he died on the day that he found himself face to face with the Lord I think he was just unbelievably embarrassed I would have been God took him from obscurity the middle of nowhere made him king of Israel and what did he do Now, the good news is, again, God lifted his head, wiped away the tears from his eyes, right? But that's what he says. Abide in him so that you don't need to be ashamed when the time comes. Remain true to what you've been taught. Remember who you are. You're nobody. In and of yourself, you ain't all that. But he loves you enough to die for you. He loves you enough to die for you. Even now, he loves you that much. He loves you completely, perfectly. Remember that. And by the way, he's not saying in this passage that you should reject all human teachers. The Bible tells us that God gives some to be teachers. You know, we we need teachers, but we need to not elevate those teachers. We need to not elevate any other human to a position of supreme authority in our lives. Luke says concerning the Jews in Berea in Acts chapter 17, verse 11, he says these were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica and that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. They were teachable. They listened. They wanted to be taught, but they didn't just accept what Paul said. They read the book for themselves. They searched the scriptures for themselves to make sure that they were not being taught something that wasn't accurate. Today, all across the world, people are teaching things that are in conflict with the scriptures. They've stopped glorifying God as God. They've stopped giving him thanks. 
and their foolish hearts have been darkened, just like Romans chapter one says. And they're using all kinds of diversionary tactics. Please listen to me on this. It's so important, I believe, for us as a church to grasp what I'm about to say. All these things are diversionary tactics. You know, the the whole issue of quote unquote reproductive rights and marriage equality. This is, listen, diversionary tactics. The underlying issue is whether or not you can trust God, whether or not you can trust his word. Does he actually know what he's talking about? Is the Bible actually true? Is it reliable? Or is it just this old-fashioned book that we should throw out? Let's just ditch all this stuff and do whatever we want. Whatever the government tells us is okay. Let's just do... You see what I'm saying? Guys, you can trust your father. You can trust his word. When you find yourself in conflict with it, you're wrong. There's something you're misunderstanding. There's something you're not quite grasping. Human beings are being deceived just like David was, and they're being used as pawns in this much, much bigger battle. The underlying goal is to persuade people not to trust God and to focus instead on their own rights, on their own desires, because that's the way the enemy cheats people out of what God has for them. That's the way the enemy cheats people out of the very love and fulfillment that they long for. And if you and I intend to stand against that onslaught of the enemy, we can only do that by surrendering our rights and desires to the great king who sets people free. Walking out, storming out of here with picket signs, megaphones, wagging our fingers in people's faces, that's not gonna do it. That's not gonna accomplish anything positive. Now see as As Christians, you and I need to expect the fallen, unbelieving world to live as fallen, unbelieving people. And you and I need to start living as Christians. Because what I see across the United States and across the world today is Christians who are lying and stealing and cheating, committing adultery, living with one another outside of marriage, divorcing as if it's all about your happiness, living hypocritically and then pointing our fingers in the faces of those who don't even believe. We need to repent and fall on our faces and live what we say we believe. We need to stand in the opposite spirit to the spirit of this age. Stop making it all about what we want and what we think we deserve and our rights and actually live our faith. Ian Murray said, stand by what scripture asserts. We are to be humble before the conviction that God's thoughts are far above our own. And so we need to live in humility and holiness and submission to God's word in our own lives. In our own lives. We have absolutely The church of Jesus Christ in the United States of America has no right, no credibility to stand up and say anything about holiness and morality because we're not living it. So what do we need to do? We need to start living it. We need to repent. 
What God said to Israel during their captivity in Babylon is true for us today in the United States. Jeremiah 29, 11, God said to Israel, I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. See, seeking God is not just something you do in order to get saved. You know, it's not just something you did that brought you to salvation. It's something that's supposed to be happening every day in our lives, that we're, that we're seeking God, that we're seeking his counsel, that we're seeking his guidance and his direction so that we can live in harmony with his will, so that we can do the things that he put us here to do. We need to come to grips with the fact that, that many of us as Christians, many have fallen into the same trap that David fell into. We've, we've forgotten to glorify God, ask God. He doesn't need your advice. He needs your, your humility. In, in order to be able to, to, to use you, to make your life fruitful, he needs you to humble yourself. Remember what he took you out of. Remember that you're just a creature that he made for his purpose. Nothing more than that. Remember how much he loves you, how devoted to you he is. Cry out to him for direction. Cry out to him for forgiveness. Ask him to show you the things that have been a distraction in your life, things that you set your affections on that prevent you from receiving everything he wants to give you. It's so easy to drift, so easy to just go on autopilot pilot after a while, you know? Like the woman who told her husband that she didn't really need to be a part of the church service. She already knew everything the pastor was going to say before he said it. She's been going to church her whole life. So, And see, it may be true, you know? But if you think you know everything God has to say to you, then you're in real danger. What he's told us is that we gather together to encourage one another, to support one another, but, but he wants us to hear from him. He wants us to be taught by him as we read his word and trust his spirit to speak into our lives, to teach us as we seek him. But there, there's an implication here that you're not, you're not really gonna find him in the way that he wants to be found until you search for him with your whole heart. Main Thing Radio is the daily radio ministry of Robert Fountain, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel in Miami Beach, Florida. Robert is currently teaching through the book of 1 John. As Pastor Robert teaches through this book, we'll learn that by simply confessing our sins yields a promise from God. If we confess, He promises to cleanse us completely. This is just one of many truths we'll learn in 1 John. Now here's Tracy with some information about how you can connect with us online. Most of us use Facebook and Twitter at least once a day. Please check out our Facebook and Twitter page. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the links. You can find information on everything that's happening at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Again, to like our Facebook page and subscribe to our Twitter feed, log on to MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for that information, Tracy. We do encourage you to visit MainThingRadio.com for all of our social media links. 
we'd like to ask that you prayerfully consider making a secure donation. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. And don't forget to join us again, same time, same place, as Pastor Robert continues teaching through the book of 1 John, right here on Main Thing Radio.